0: All right, good morning and welcome back to another edition of the Bakersfield Business Partners podcast. My name is Duncan Harris. I'm the owner of Insurance Savings Group and I am the past president of Bakersfield Business Partners, which is a BNI chapter here in Bakersfield, California. And we're a networking group and we're helping um, our members to grow their business through uh, referrals and education, but also through relationships. So we started this podcast to highlight what is the strength of our group, which is our members. So, um, We pride ourselves on having very professional and distinguished members. So speaking of distinguished, we have Mark Barnes, who's the owner of Minuteman Press. Mark, good morning.
1: Good morning, Duncan.
0: Thanks for being here. So really quickly, um, just to get us off, this is your second time on the podcast, but just to start us off, tell us quickly about yourself and Minuteman Press.
1: Sure. Well, uh, thanks for having me back. It's, uh, It's a pleasure to be back. Um, yeah I'm Mark Barnes I uh, am the owner of Minuteman press here in uh, Bakersfield we're a uh, commercial level printer um, and uh, we basically support companies uh, with their marketing efforts uh, and with their operational uh, efforts uh, through through print and uh, driving behavior through through those uh, printed collateral and that sort of thing so
0: Awesome. Very good. So this is your second time on the podcast. It's been a while. It's probably been about a year since I've had you on. So maybe you could just give us a recap business-wise of how things are going in your industry over the last year, let's say 2022.
1: Sure. Well, 2022 was a whirlwind for us. Um, We actually, uh, a lot of things happened in 2022 for us as a company. We, uh, uh, at the beginning of quarter two, April 1st, we kicked off a uh, Uh, or an acquisition of a competitor. We actually had some, uh, uh, we had a competitor that offered some things that we felt would bring some synergy to our operation. And so we were able and fortunate enough to acquire them April 1st. And then uh, simultaneously April 1st, we actually had a strategic partnership that we started um, with a large, uh, uh, local company and growing company that had an in-house print shop that was looking to maybe outsource, uh, those efforts. It wasn't their core competency and, and, uh, felt like maybe we could do a better job and they might be able to add value in that footprint and that real estate that they had dedicated. Um, so we brought some equipment over from them and, and started a strategic partnership with them. Um, and so, uh 2022 really especially quarter two of 2022 really uh
0: yeah you weren't uh, busy sounded like you're pretty bored
1: we, we took a nice injection of uh, <laughs> uh of workload and volume so yeah. that was uh that good was for you a, though yeah thank you it it's was, good to be
0: you know take on big challenges like that
1: it, you know it was and and i think we managed it well and good. uh we had
0: some great goals you know for ourselves
1: and and we're looking to kind of uh keep that momentum going into 2023 but uh as an industry um you know Print, like many industries, was uh, really impacted through uh, supply chain issues and things of that nature. And we had to really pivot and, and, and manage through that best way we could. Um, we were fortunate to be able um, to, to leverage our network. You know, Minuteman Press is a franchise with nearly a thousand locations worldwide. And so we have some of that buying power. Um, and we were able to kind of put some leverage on the suppliers and, and get some favoritism, if you will. Sure. Um, so we were able to capitalize on that and be able to support our partners Uh, A little bit better, we feel, um, than maybe uh, the other guys who didn't have those opportunities to leverage and put pressure on the vendors that way.
0: So let's, I'd like to go back and talk about your acquisition. So you explained it in a very professional, very concise way, but maybe explain it to someone who doesn't know anything about your industry, maybe a customer calling your business for the first time today. Like how, how does that make your business better? How does it help them, right? So obviously you acquired some things that help you grow, but maybe explain it in a different way, like to a customer. Sure. Like, hey, we can turn around printing two times faster or we can print these where we couldn't before.
1: That's a great question. I appreciate that. Um, so uh, we're, we're, we've been pretty set up from, a, uh, from an equipment standpoint, from a machinery standpoint. We, we've been positioned to be able to handle a wide range uh, of diverse needs. But there's been some things in our industry that we have not been able to do in-house. Um, an example would be uh, some die-cut uh, excuse me, not some die cut. Well, yeah, some die cut business cards. So we have um, uh, in our industry, we have the ability to uh, basically press out shapes and and logos and different things. Um, and the the company that we acquired uh, actually did that stuff in-house. They had the dies, uh, they had the, uh, the equipment to do that, whereas we were uh, sending that sort of thing out. Uh, so when we were able to bring them in, uh, we brought those dyes in, we brought that equipment in, and now we can do that in-house. And we prefer to do things in-house if we can. Uh, we feel like we have more control over uh, the final good, the finished good, the quality. Quality out. control. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that was really important to us to be able to add into the mix uh, of our offerings. Um, and so that would just be one example. Uh, another example would be um, <laughs> some equipment and and the mix of jobs that they had relative to the mix of ours, uh, we have some different technologies to get a, uh, something printed and they used uh, a different technology than we used for most of their work. And, and um, you know, there's some overlap, but for most of their work, they were using a different technology. We're able to bring that in. Uh, now we can offer that as another uh, option for some of our clients that we weren't able to offer uh, before. So it just gave us more um, levers to pull to help get a job to a customer uh, the way they need it to be done, how fast they need it to be done and, and to be, you know, uh, a, a high quality finished good.
0: No, that's perfect. I mean, so in other words, if I'm calling Minuteman Press, there's now different, op- more options for me as the consumer, right? You guys have better control over delivering a higher quality or fine quality product essentially. So
1: I'd say the optionality to you is the same, but the way that we get it to you and the timeline that we get it to you, that, that has increased and changed uh, to your benefit, the customer's benefit.
0: Got it. You know, and we live in, um, you know, ever changing times. Everything's more and more digital. However, I want to tell a funny story in our networking group. uh, We had a, a recent member join and she didn't have a business card and, you know, like, I don't, maybe you wouldn't think that's such a big deal, but it was like an issue in our group. Like, how do I get a hold of this person? Like, where do I find their information? And uh, I guess I'm just remarking on that even though in this age of cell phones and everything's digital... Print actually still plays a huge role in our lives, maybe that we don't realize how big a role it's playing.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. Um, You know, print has been uh, ubiquitous and around us since we've been born, right? Um, And so I think in a lot of ways, it's one of those things that we just kind of take advantage of. And it's something we don't think about until we need it. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever been out there in the world, uh, but when you meet somebody and you go to grab a business card and you don't have one and you suddenly feel a little bit foolish, don't you? Or maybe right. a little bit less professional and you just kind of feel a, a small bit of shame, maybe, let's say, um, like, boy, <laughs> I, I have, have lots of shame. That wasn't yes. a good look, that wasn't a good look. I yeah. should have been prepared with a business card. And it's in those moments when you really uh, see the value in, in uh, printed collateral, because uh, again, it's, it's uh, something that's been around us so long that we, there's a trust uh, kind of built in uh, to print. Um, And again, it's one of those things that we, you know, if it's a, if it was a snake, it would have bit us type of thing. You know, we don't really, um, realize its value until it's gone. And just ask any of the marketing uh, teams that are uh, scrambling right now to get their uh, marketing collateral for the Ag Expo next month, or excuse me, this month in two weeks. Um, it's, oh my gosh, we need it. We need it. We need it. And now running around like their hair is on fire. So, uh it's, it's, uh, print drives behavior. I gave a talk, uh, recently about, um, you know, how, how print drives behavior and, and whether that's a speed limit sign or whether that's, um, you know, you know, my, uh, American Dental Association uh, recommended toothpaste that I bought because it was ADA recommended, and I knew that because it was printed right there on the on the box, you know, at the right. store. And um, it's it's just part of our everyday lives, but it really is an impl- you know, an, uh, a very important part of er- our everyday lives. So
0: sure, and you're yeah. not just printing on paper, right? I mean, you're doing. Uh... Jackets, T-shirts, pens, what we, else?
1: We, we can print on basically anything you can put a logo on. Um, no, we print on uh, obviously paper, but we print on signage. We print on banner material. We print on uh, jackets and hats and pens and all those sorts of things. Um, but really anything that you're reading that's not on a screen uh, is, is part of the print world. It's, print, it's something yeah. that we can supply for you guys.
0: So going back to last year, 2022, obviously everyone was kind of hit with inflation, every every business, every industry. And then you touched on another issue, which is supply chain issues. Could you elaborate on that? Maybe like how that affected your business with costs and, and delivery?
1: Great question. Yeah, I think, you know, our industry um, was like many industries in that it was certainly impacted, uh, you know, again, through supply chain, but uh, the resulting increase in you know, pressure on prices. I mean, uh, <clears throat> paper was, you know, I saw some mills send out three, four, five letters, you know, over the course of a couple quarters. And I mean, this was unprecedented. Um, and it really was impactful. You Letters saying- excuse me, letters saying that they were uh, implementing price increases.
0: Oh gosh. So, in, in you said three or four times in a quarter, you said? Well, across a couple quarters, maybe yeah. half of a year. Oh wow. Um,
1: there was, yeah, there was one time where one paper mill actually sent out three letters in one quarter and it was just, you know, we, here we are uh, and we're trying to uh, manage through that. We're trying to do everything we can to keep our costs and, and prices down so we can keep those savings for well, our clients.
0: Well, you're giving bids. I mean, right and then the client's coming back at the end of the month and maybe the price has changed or something so you know i get it, it it's causing frustration more questions more issues
1: sure Um. so yeah that's absolutely right we did experience uh upward pressure on prices and, and in some cases we had to you know pass that along i mean let's talk about wages too right wages increased it's february 3rd today and and you know january 1st we had another increase uh, in wages just across the board in the state of california so there's right. always that right. upward pressure Um, In our business, we're pretty fortunate to uh, be able to have economies of scale um, where a lot of our uh, sunk cost in in a printed project is on the on the front side of that. It's the setup. It's the design. So if you were to order one. Let's call it a business card since we're talking about business cards today. If you were to order one business card, we still have to set up the equipment. We still have to design that business card. And that labor and that time has to go into that one business card. So that one business card is going to be very expensive. But if you were to order 500 or 1,000 or 2,500, you spread all of that cost across those units. And now your per unit cost drops dramatically. In some cases, 50% savings uh, from, you know, if you're ordering 250 business cards or 2,500 business cards. So a way to get around some of that price increase that we've, uh, you know, uh, had to deal with and pass along like many other industries is to order higher volumes.
0: Order a bigger volume. Yeah. It'll last longer. Yep. Cutting the price down. Exactly right. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so you've talked about the ag expo must be a big event for you guys. What, what are some of the fun things you're providing for your vendors there? Oh, boy.
1: Clients. Well, you know, with any trade show, um, basically, if you think about vendors at a trade show, they have a booth, right? And so we supply those booths that has their corporate names on there, uh, the table clause, uh, any roll up banners that have, you know, guidance on what they're uh, offering at that, you know, uh, trade show, what they're highlighting. Um, of course, everything on that table that are giveaways, pens, bags, you know, magnets, whatever the case may be. Uh, all of those things are branded collateral with their logos on them. And so we, we support them in all of those, uh, efforts. And, uh, it's just a crazy time right now. Really any trade show, my advice is do not wait. Um, you know, the scramble, everybody it's human nature. And so it's a big scramble and a big push and everyone's trying to do it at the same time. And it's possible that some people don't make it right. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to be that, uh, that, that person. So, um, uh, just make sure you get ahead of the game.
0: Sure. So we talked a little bit about 2022. If we look forward, what is what is coming ahead for Minuteman Press? It's a great question.
1: Um, you know, we we actually, since COVID, we've had a huge uh, growth area in our direct mail, uh, not just on our direct mail marketing. We've actually taken on a lot of medical facilities and their uh, compliance-related mailings that they have to do every day. Uh, And that's a whole, you know, uh, animal in and of itself. And so uh, we're looking to maybe capitalize on some more of those opportunities, taking on some of those uh, compliance related mailings for for medical facilities.
0: So so can I ask you about that really quick? So, I mean, these people are maybe required to send out notices or disclosures or whatever to all their clients once. I have no idea. But essentially they say, hey, we've got to send out 10,000 letters every year. And we want you to handle that. Yeah. Is that essentially what's going on? And you say, yeah, great. We're going to print it, stuff on the envelope.
1: We are. That's exactly right. So as an example, right now, uh, one client is uh, through a secure uh, server. Um, We're getting two tranches, if you will, two dumps of files per day, Uh, one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. And same day, uh, we're printing those. We're folding them, inserting them into envelopes, sealing those envelopes and taking them to the uh, bulk mail post office and getting them in the mail for uh, compliance related issues every day. And this is so important, in fact, that uh, there was another client that we picked up because they ran out of envelopes. And if they could not send out these compliance related uh, mailers, they could literally be shut down. I mean, it's that big of a deal. So uh, we were fortunate to be able to, to get those envelopes for them in time. And so we picked up that uh, uh, that work, and so um, it's it's a really valuable, very important uh, uh, service that we're providing. I mean, very important. Uh, and so we're looking to maybe expand those uh, uh, opportunities. Um, and then I would also say that we've really identified a couple verticals. You know, our industry is one that supports really any other industry, um, but we have just from a legacy perspective um you know kind of looked at our mix of industries that we've served traditionally and said okay um we know we can serve this one a little bit more uh but maybe we haven't had the uh resources or the time to spend focusing there and so now we're doing that one of those would be like our HR business partners um you know we really help uh our HR business partners from uh recruiting of employees you know when they go to uh let's say a hiring event and then they need something that says Hey, why why should you work for us, or why would you want to work for us? Um, you know, that's at that that kind of that recruiting phase. And then there's the onboarding phase, whether that's new hire packets of information, whether that's new hire collateral polos. You know, here's some pens and different things, tchotchkes for you to, you know, uh, take with you on your first day. And then into maybe that retention phase with the corporate gifting that they do, like it was just Christmas time, and maybe they gave out some different mugs that were branded for the companies. So we're really focusing on some of our HR business partners, uh, and, and the apparel and the uniforming and all those things I just mentioned for this year.
0: You know, all these things, um, I was in a meeting yesterday, I I do health insurance. We're talking about benefits with a big company here and it just came up like, you know, how a company, uh, the benefits they offer, it sends a message to the employees, right? So I kind of get the same thing with what you're doing actually, like how prepared and thoughtful and how organized the the business is with their logos and their presentation and just everything through the the hiring process. And it sends a really clear message to people like, hey, this company has it together. Like everything's really organized and their paperwork looks good and everything matches. And maybe I think as business owners, I guess what I'm I'm saying is it's easy to overlook that. It's easy to think, yeah, when they come in, I'll just print out some stuff and But actually that compared to a company where everything is streamlined, it's all been outsourced and it looks the same. It's very professional. It sends a totally different message, um, which ultimately allows, businesses to grow, attract better employees, and be more productive and efficient.
1: Let's, if you think about the, uh, let's call it the war for labor, okay, you know, yeah. just in how tight the labor yeah. market is and, um, and how competitive it is, you know, as business owners, in some ways, we're really competing with each other for the same pool of talent, you know, assuming all, all other things being equal. And so if, uh, you know, maybe that's one other thing uh, that we can offer uh, to, a, to a potential, um, you know, employee, uh, you know, and when you're, when it, when it gets tight and, and the little things start to matter, maybe Mm -hmm. that's something that helps, right? Maybe that helps push, uh, uh, something over the edge, maybe.
0: So, um, HR, uh, compliance, um, what else? Any, anything new maybe that we haven't heard of or anything new technology that's coming through? Well, it's
1: interesting. You mentioned new technology. Um, we're always looking, uh, at new technology. Um, in fact, in in November I took a flight across country I did a uh, uh a, a very quick turnaround I think I took the red eye to Boston um and I was back on a plane same day and and got back <sighs> late that night but uh the the reason for that was to uh look at a new piece of technology and um you know the print industry is always evolving and it's always changing um and so it's important that we stay on top of these, these, these trends and this, you know, these sorts of things. And so, um, I have a, uh, a regular, uh, um, job that we have that is a specific kind of application. And this particular piece of technology is very, uh, useful in that application. It wouldn't suit all applications, but it would absolutely help this particular client and their needs. Uh, so I traveled across country to look at it, test it. We ran some test cases. Uh, we came back, made some changes. We felt like, okay, maybe, uh, maybe we need to increase a couple uh, software things, you know, excuse me, needed to increase some stuff with the software. But uh, at the end of the day, we realized, okay, that's something that we want to think about. So now we're kind of in the planning phases uh, around maybe bringing that piece of equipment in.
0: Probably represents a healthy investment for your company, I'm sure. You must invest a lot in equipment.
1: Uh, equipment is <laughs> equipment is probably one of our our, our higher uh, um, you know capital expenses I guess they they kind of are our major capital expenses and this year um, for whatever reason it seems like there are several capital investments that we're uh, kind of weighing um, and, and in fact I'm doing that right now I'm going through that process uh, but the goal again is to whether have you know whether we have um, uh, better optionality in, in our Uh, and what we can offer, uh, or faster, more efficient, uh, turnarounds, higher quality, uh, finish good. You know, those are kind of the things, right? We want to have something, um, that we couldn't do before or something we can do quicker or something we can do better. And that's kind of the goal there.
0: Got it. Got it. So, um, anything else before we kind of move on? Um, how's your team? How big is your team? You have how many people over there now? I've got uh, seven and a half. So I've got seven full-time and,
1: and one part-time uh, employee. Well, I'd hate
0: to be that half person. <laughs> it must be awkward at the office.
1: I, I think he takes it pretty well. Oh, he's, okay. uh, yeah, no, he's, he's a great guy. He's been in the business. 25 years. Uh, he actually used to work for me, um, but then he actually left the industry. He left the industry to go drive a truck. Speaking of uh, this labor uh, shortage and, and all yeah. the things that uh, trucking companies are throwing at people these days. But ultimately he has come back. And uh, uh, so he's been, in fact, I just onboarded him
0: last week. So we're, we're very fortunate to have him back in the fold. He's great. So let me ask you this. What, what is it do you think that sets you apart from your competition? If you could if you have something, you know, that you know is clear and concise or maybe you don't I don't know, but
1: what is it? What do you think? Well, you know, I, I've always said turnaround times. Um and so I think uh, you know, looking at this new equipment and that sort of thing will con- will continue to push us or position us rather uh to be able to meet those those quick turnaround times.
0: What's what's uh what's an ideal customer for Minimum Press? An ideal customer for
1: Minuteman Press is a company that's growing, um, whether that's, you know, a few employees or, or 200 employees. Um, but our sweet spot is kind of 10 to 50 employees uh, with a growth uh, pattern. Um, anything like that, uh, that's kind of our, our ideal client.
0: Why not the, the 50 employee group that's just maintaining? Is it, is it a different mindset or different
1: no, no, no. Absolutely workload. not. We would, we would be thrilled to work with a company <laughs> that's got 50 employees and maintaining. Yeah. Um, but certainly if there's a company that's growing, then then through osmosis, we're gonna grow with them, right? If, sure. we're, if we're supporting them in all their business cards and their onboarding and this and that, and, and they're getting new locations and they need new addresses on these things, and you know, then obviously that work's gonna come to us as well.
0: So I, I would just say this, cause I see it in my line of work too. Um, companies that are growing, are working with Mark and Minuteman Press and they're investing in professional, high quality print media. That's right. So it's it's a mindset and I see that in on the benefits side, like these people are investing in their future. So I, I'm saying that because if you're a business owner and you've always just had a printer in the back and you know your girl does it or whatever, maybe it's time to change your mind about certain things because these businesses that are growing and expanding, they're investing in printing and in benefits and in just everything else, marketing. So I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that because you said it in a way like maybe it wasn't obvious, but I see it every day. Um, just the different mindset in ownership and ownership and the trajectory of those businesses, where they're going. So, Absolutely. And it's fun. I think um, one of the fun parts I enjoy about my job is uh, I feel like I help companies grow you must have that same feeling. Absolutely. I imagine.
1: Absolutely. we we feel like we're kind of the assistant coach, if you will. Um, you know, the assistant coach does a lot of the work, doesn't get a lot of the, uh, praise, uh, but is a very integral and important part, uh, in the process. In fact, um, uh, the East West Shrine Bowl game was yesterday and, and the head coach of that, uh, team was uh, Troy Brown, who's an assistant coach for the new England Patriots. And he told, uh, uh whoever was interviewing him yesterday, uh, something that he learned in that, in that head coaching opportunity that he got in the Shrine Bowl yesterday, that uh, he's only as good as his assistant coaches. And uh, we feel like we're a partner uh, and we feel like uh, in some ways we're the shoulders that uh, companies can stand on, whether it's to drive revenue through marketing or whether that's to uh, drive efficiency uh, through operations. Uh, but either way, uh, both equally important to the day-to-day of, uh, of any you know, successful company.
0: Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Well, let's switch gears. Let's just um, touch base on Bakersfield Business Partners. Just a quick recap. How long have you been a member of our group? Any idea?
1: I was thinking about that. Time this flies morning. when you're having fun, right? Yes, indeed. I, I'm going to say two
0: years. Oh, it feels longer. It does. Maybe three years. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I can't. I don't know. Three, Two or three years. What, uh, how has B&I helped your business grow?
1: BNI has helped my business grow obviously through the um monetary side uh, of things um you know certainly we get re- sales referrals sales and referrals yeah. yep um but something I think I'm different than most people in our group because uh Yeah you stand out. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Um but uh for me it's more than just the sales and referrals uh uh Benefit. It's uh, for me. It's the it's the friendships. It's the relationships, and really, it's the mentorships. You know, we uh, um, some of us this last year in the group actually chartered a sailboat, uh, went to from Long Beach to Catalina for four or five days, and of course, we had a lot of fun. We got to know each other uh, on different, you know, deeper levels and, and establish and develop those those uh, relationships. But we also got to talk business. And we also got to bounce ideas off of each other and ask questions. And, you know, sometimes when you're in business, uh, you come up with a, across a challenge that maybe uh, you haven't experienced yet, but maybe the person over here has, and they can impart some insight or some wisdom, uh, which can help you make a better decision. And to me, if I'm making the best possible decisions in my company, then I know that I'm giving ourselves the best chance for success. That's going to impact me and my family. That's going to impact my staff. That's going to impact our clients long-term and their families. And it just goes on and on. So
0: Oh, that's such a great answer. I was on the infamous Catalina uh, trip last year. <laughs> it was fun. It, it was intended to be a fun trip, but we talked business the entire time. It was a group of uh, five, five business of owners, I believe. And yeah, we just shared ideas. It was like a it was like a three or four day brainstorming session. Um, but man, if if I had joined BNI and never got one referral out of it, I still would have learned so much. I would have been coached by other uh, members of the group or a professional and inspire me. Um, Yeah. And I would, I, like you said, I'd, I'd be better, just better at business, right? Making better decisions. So um, for those listening, our, our chapter is great. We are um, unique, exceptional. I believe we did refer about $2 million last year. Um, We're on track to do that again. I think through the first uh, three and a half months, we're already at like $500,000. And thank you for in referred closed business. So that is business that's passed from one member to another, um, received directly or indirectly from our group. So anyhow, that's uh, because of great members like you We're able to do that. And so I appreciate you coming on and uh, hanging out with me for 20 or 30 minutes and just sharing a little bit about your company. It's my pleasure. Happy to do it. Well, thank you, Mark. And until next time, we will see you guys later. Thank you.